It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. With the 39th pick in the 2023 NFL Draft, the Carolina Panthers select wide receiver Jonathan Mingo out of Ole Miss. I am Tanitra Batiste, and we have a Locked On Panthers host, Julian Council, with us in this Locked On Draft. Coverage is presented by Ultimate Football GM. So you think you can run an NFL franchise? Well, visit ultimate-gm.com to play the Ultimate NFL GM simulation game. Start your dynasty today. And listen, Julian, it looks like Carolina is trying to start a dynasty of their own. They obviously have a complimentary piece for Bryce Young. This guy, they say he's built like a running back, but obviously he has the ability to be one of the best in the receiving core because of the strength, the size, what he's able to do with the ball. So what was your first reaction when you realized that the Panthers had gone for a guy who could be another weapon in this offense for Bryce Young? That they're dedicated in building the offensive weaponry around Bryce Young. If you look at it, since they traded up to number one, they had to get rid of DJ Moore to Chicago, who was their number one wide receiver. Looking at this wide receiver core, it's one of the worst in the NFL. I understand that Adam Thielen has been a good player in Minnesota throughout his career, and I think he can give the Panthers a good season or two, but he's going to be 33 years in August. He's 33 years old in August. And then DJ Chark. He's on his third team. He's on a one-year, $5 million deal. That does not necessarily show you someone that this team is invested in past this upcoming season. Terrace Marshall, Shai Smith entering the third seasons. They have not shown nearly enough right now to believe that they can be long-term options for the Carolina Panthers. So they need to go out there and find someone that can help Bryce Young and can help elevate this offense moving forward. Adam Thielen is the only wide receiver currently on the roster that signed through or past the 2024 season. So the Carolina Panthers need to go out there, bring in a wide receiver who can help out Bryce Young in the future. And that's what they believe they're getting in Jonathan Mingo. And I think that's a great point that you make because you look at it from the, and then the overall perspective as well. I know being someone who covers the NFC South, we kind of look here in Atlanta at the room holistically, wide receivers and tight ends, if you will. And you're right, Adam Thielen is kind of on that other side uh, for him. And also you look at a guy in Hayden Hurst where he's had bursts here and there from the tight end room, room of course. He's had yeah. bursts, but we've not quite seen him kind of put it all together. But you do have a guy in Miles Sanders who's able to complement what Bryce Young can do under center. So when you look at it holistically, how important do you think it is to have all of these weapons kind of put around Bryce Young and for the Panthers, as you had mentioned before, to decide, hey, we want to go ahead and shore it up on the offensive side, especially when you look at some of the things that the Falcons and the other teams, the Saints and the Bucks have done in the NFC South and how competitive it's going to be and how important it will be to have weapons on offense. Are we sure it's going to be competitive? <laughs> well, I, I think so. <laughs> well, I, 
I think you and I will be talking a lot over the next season, right, on answering that question. I know the the division's wide open. Now we'll see just how how competitive is it really as far as, like, how quality are these teams? Well, that's That's to be determined later on, Tanitra. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's important that they are able to put, you know, quality players around Bryce Strong. Like, right now, they really have not done that. And if you look at what they did in free agency – like they filled the holes of, of I mean, they filled the whole DJ more sort of by bringing in Thielen in Shark. They had to do something. So I appreciate that they went out there and got a veteran player and another player who could be a deep ball threat in DJ Shark. And I appreciate that they brought in Jonathan Mingo because they understand that in order for Bryce Young to have success, that he has to have good players around him in the skill positions. Like the offensive line is excellent. I think the coaching staff that they have around him is going to be good enough to help develop Bryce Young. But if he does not have the players to throw to to make plays, it doesn't really matter what you have on, on the offensive line and what you have there in the backfield. Bryce Young, you even bring up Miles Sanders. That's really immaterial if you do not have enough players on the outside that can out, go out there and make plays. And the hope is that Jonathan Mingo can do that. But certainly looking at the rest of the wide receiver core, I don't look at him, you know, all glowingly, but it's a lot better than what it was towards the end of last season when it was basically DJ Moore and Terrace Marshall showing some flashes of what he could potentially be long term here in Carolina if he is here long term. Now you go offense first couple of rounds, but you got a lot more picks left out there. What do you think Frank Reich and company want to do in terms of the later rounds, possibly going to shore up some holes, if you will, on the defensive end? Yeah, I think a lot of people were hoping at 39 that they were going to take an edge rusher. BJ Ojolari saw go, went off the board a couple of picks later. That's someone that had been mocked to Carolina, and a lot of people felt like that made the most sense. Wide receiver, while it is a need long term, just the fact that they brought in Thielen, they brought in Shark, they brought in Demir Bird, who was in Atlanta last season, started off his career here in Carolina. They had pretty much addressed the position, and they didn't need to go out there and get someone at 39, especially not knowing whether Mingo is going to come in and immediately play a, a big role. Steele and Shark, those guys are going to start week one. Uh, Terrace Marshall, going his third year, was also a second-round pick. You would think that those are your top three wide receivers. Where does Mingo fit into that? The Panthers do not have anyone opposite uh, Brian Burns you can look at that's going to scare any sort of offense going into 2023 as an edge rusher. Brian Burns, back-to-back Pro Bowls, probably going to get paid a ton of money in the next week or so. They need to go out there and find someone that can fill the void that Hassan Reddick left when he went to Philadelphia last offseason in free agency. And the hope was that they would do that at 39. Maybe they do it at 93. Maybe they do it at 114, which is tomorrow. We'll see. I know corner would also be something the Panthers would be looking at. Joey Porter Jr. went off the board, the first pick in the second round of Pittsburgh, where his dad coached. That's someone the Panthers could have been interested in had he been there at 39. So corner, edge rusher. I think those are two position groups Carolina Panthers certainly need to address, knowing that they don't really have someone reliable opposite of Brian Burns. And then looking at the injury history of Dante Jackson and J.C. Horn, it would help if they had a third corner who they could really depend upon because certainly CJ Henderson and Keith Taylor have not shown to be reliable options depth-wise over the last two seasons here in Carolina. Yeah, well, we don't know what the quality is going to be in the NFC South come this upcoming season, but I am still, Julian, going to call it competitive because, like you said, it is anybody's division to win. So don't forget, guys, that you can get more Panthers draft coverage following Locked On Panthers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you know how you do it? Checking out Julian Council. Thanks so much for stopping by, Julian. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. 
Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.